fam. Welcome to the Prescription for Change podcast. Are you a working professional, busy mom, and tirelessly trying to bring your A-game in your career? Do you prioritize your family and their needs before your own, leaving little to no time for self-care? Do you secretly fantasize about the days you are at your physical peak and confident with your body and in your skin? Are you tired and struggling with the never-ending journey to better nutrition, physical fitness, and mental health? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then this podcast is for you. I am your host, Dr. Michelle, board-certified physician, mom of two, and your health coach. This podcast will transform the way you think about food and your health so you can break away from perfection paralysis and finally start to live your life intentionally. Let's get started. Hey fam, thanks again for joining another week for Prescription for Change. I'm happy to be your host, Dr. Michelle. And today I want to talk about a hot topic, which I think all of them really are. But today is about calorie counting. So are you one of the people who endlessly count calories, making sure that what you have in is equal to what you have out or even more um, if you're trying to burn more calories than what you're actually taking in? Are you obsessing over it, whether you're cooking a meal at home, if you're doing takeout, if you're out at a restaurant, if you're with friends, or you're constantly watching everything that you're eating and counting those calories. So if this is you, raise your hand, listen in, because today's episode is focusing on the calories. So I'm going to go back to definitions. What exactly is a calorie? So it's a unit of energy, and that's all it is, a unit of energy. It's not anything else other than that. Now, what you do with those calories is really up to you. The importance of it is that we need to make sure that we're getting enough energy in for our body to function. That is the whole purpose of eating. Um, and of course, you also want to enjoy your food. So that is always one of my caveats. But for just what we actually need, what we physically need is energy. And we need that for all of our major organs to function. So not just physical energy, but our brain energy as well. Our brain needs food, our brain needs calories, our heart, our lungs, our kidneys, everything, our stomach, our intestines. Every single part of our body needs energy in order to function properly. And the calories that we take in are important more so because of what it can do for us, as opposed to making sure that you have net zero or a net deficit. The reality is you never want to have a deficit. Who would ever want that, right? You have a car, you fill up the tank so that you make sure it functions properly. It's one of the many things that you need to do, but that's the fuel for the car. That's how it moves, right? Gets you from point A to point B. If you have an electric car, same thing, you have to charge it. And you're using some form of energy, but you never want to have a deficit because then you're not going to be able to function. It's the same thing, right? We're pretty similar. It's just a, you know, for simplicity, for simplicity's sake, that is 
a perfect example is that you shouldn't have a deficit, you shouldn't have a net deficit, or you shouldn't have, um, you shouldn't be at zero, you want to make sure that the calories you're getting in are working for you. So so many people are afraid of calories and have this thing where you have to constantly count. And I've never been a calorie counter. Most of the things that I've talked about on my podcast and will continue to talk about are things that I've personally experienced or that I've done. This is one that I'm talking about today because I know that it is at the forefront of health and wellness and at the forefront of a lot of different diets and how these diet programs function is that you want to make sure that you have zero you're at zero when you're looking at calories in, calories out. That doesn't actually help you if you're trying to live a healthier life, if you're trying to energize your body, if you're trying to create better health for yourself, if you're trying to prevent any chronic family history of diseases or um, try to have a better quality of life. And of course, if you're trying to enjoy your food, who wants to sit down calculating calories or how much energy you're getting in all the time? It's just not something that you want to do. You want to be able to, as I've talked about, eat intuitively, listen to your body and what it needs because it tells us exactly what we need. We've just kind of lost sight of what that is. So with calories being a unit of energy, we should treat it as such to energize our body. How is it going to fuel me, right? Those are the things that you should be looking at when you're looking at food. And when I talk about food neutrality and being able to have this mindset that the food is is just the food, it's as simple as that. It's not doing anything else. We're projecting our thoughts or feelings about ourselves and associating that with certain foods. That is a mindset, And that's something you need to change. And when I talk about that, it's not that you can't think about what food is going to provide for you. It just means if you want to eat a piece of chocolate, have a piece of chocolate. Or if you want to have a cupcake or a cookie, have those things. But we also need to listen to our body and make sure that we're not overindulging that we're not overdoing it because then those calories are no longer going to provide anything for you and can actually cause some damage like inflammation, can increase your cortisol levels or your stress, can increase your sugar or your glucose that's in your bloodstream. So you wanna make sure that you're looking at the calories, if you're looking at it, that you're looking at it from a um, quality perspective as opposed to a quantity perspective. So you don't want to look at how many calories you're taking in because there are lots of calories out there that are what I would consider or call empty calories. It means it has no nutritional value, which in and of itself, again, would be fine. But if that's all you're consuming throughout the day, if you're consuming 1500 empty calories, then you're not going to be full, you're not going to feel satisfied, you're going to need to keep eating, and it's not actually going to give your body what it needs. Because it's not about the number of calories, it's about the quality of the calories. The other thing that many people don't realize is that, okay, so you're on a diet, and you're restricting calories, you're limited to a certain number, but everyone's body is different. So my body needs and, you know, the next 10 people around me, their body needs are very different because we're all different heights and weights 
and ages. And sometimes your medical history comes into play as well. What are your nutritional needs? How does your body function? What exactly does it need? It's not all the same. So you can't prescribe to a 1200 calorie diet and I'm using 1200 calories because that's what most programs now are recommending. Just have, you know, limit your calories and you're going to lose weight. It doesn't work that way. And then you wonder why it's not helping. It's because when you're restricting your body, you're restricting the calories and you're not getting in the things you actually need to be able to function properly for your body to feel energized then you're not going to lose that weight. You're actually increasing your stress hormones, you're increasing your cortisol levels, and you're going to end up gaining weight or having a rebound. So even if initially you may lose that weight in a short term, which is never good, losing large amounts of weight in a short period of time, you need your body to adjust. But that's a whole other episode. Even if you lose that weight initially, it's not sustainable to keep it off because you're not giving your body what it needs. So it's about fueling your body, feeding it what it needs, and then our metabolism is going to take over and do the work from there. So we put in energy. You want to make sure that at least most of what you're putting in as far as calories are going to be calories that can be used in a way that's going to be beneficial. So you have empty calories, so what? But it shouldn't be 100% of your diet, or it shouldn't be even most of your diet. So you want to look at if you're going to count calories, well, I don't even count them. But if you're going to look at calories, make sure you're looking at the quality of the calories that you're putting in. And the way to do that is, well, there's a simple way to do it, but make sure that you're learning how to read the ingredient labels. That's the that's the um, essential part of it. So if you're eating something that's an empty calorie, I'm going to use juice as an example, typically is very high in sugar. If you're looking at a bottle of apple juice, standard apple juice, usually has around 36 grams of sugar. The serving size is typically about eight ounces And the calories are going to be like 150, 160, sometimes even more. So you have an eight ounce cup of apple juice. You have way more sugar than anyone should have in one sitting. Um, And that's only if you're having one cup. And now you have 160 calories of energy that's not really going to fuel you or it's going to be very little fuel because it's going to be, it's pretty much simple sugar and simple sugar gets burned off very quickly. So when you're looking at what's fueling our body and where the calories are coming from, the main macronutrients are going to be your carbohydrates. And there's a difference between simple carbs like juice and more complex carbs like um, whole grains or oats, things like um, brown rice or farro or oatmeal, um, whole grain breads, those are things that are going to be a little bit more dense, Um, sweet potatoes that you need to um, take a little bit more time to break down. So those are complex carbs as opposed to simple carbs. Um, Protein is another one and fats. And that could be saturated or unsaturated. So your unhealthy fats versus your healthy fats. And there is a big difference between the two. So when you're looking at those main macronutrients, those are going to be the main sources of your energy or your calories. And so when 
you're looking at a meal or what it is that you're eating throughout the day. And that's if you're even eating three meals a day. Um, however you set your body up, if you're not doing intermittent fasting, or you're not on like set meal plans where you're stuck with eating, you know, these boxed pre prepared boxed foods that are bland, you're basically tricking your body into thinking that you're starving, because you're not giving it what it needs, not only the number of calories it needs, but the the quality of calories that it needs. So there should be a certain proportion of carbohydrates and protein and fat in order to satiate your body, right? So you don't have those hormones that are going out of whack because your body is saying it's hungry. So those are all the things that we are naturally able to do at birth And we move away from that as we start to complicate things more. It's very simple. Like our body is a very complex system. And it's, it fascinates me because it's able to function in so many ways and compensate for so many things. And the, the, um, you know, the way that we often mistreat our bodies by not giving it what it needs or, you know, just always waiting for it to compensate, which it does a great job at doing, but there comes a point where you can no longer keep up with that. And so it's going to catch up. And typically, you want to make sure that when you're looking at the quality that you have a nice balance, because that's going to determine your metabolism rate. A lot of people will say, Oh, I wish I had the metabolism of a teenager, like they just break everything down. But the, the way that teenagers function, while there are many things that are not ideal, they are typically moving a lot more. This is true for children as well. They're moving a lot more, they're outdoors more, they're doing a lot more physical activity. And so their energy needs are different and their hunger needs are going to be different as they're growing. And so their metabolism is gonna be extremely efficient because it's used to being fueled. And so how you break down certain types of calories or how you break down how you break down food how your body breaks down food is going to be determined by the type of calorie that you have in so again simple sugars no matter how many calories that gives you it's going to be broken down very quickly but if that's all you're feeding your body it's not going to be very efficient so your body just kind of takes the you know whatever nutrients it is that we're giving it and it diverts it to diverts the energy to where it needs to go most diverts the nutrients to where it needs to go so it splits it up between all of our major organs but calories affect our metabolism and our metabolism affects how our body functions and our body function is going to determine if we're gaining weight losing weight or staying kind of at a steady state are we giving our body what it needs is the question instead of counting calories endlessly, look at what it is that you're eating. Do you have a good balance? Do you have a healthy plate? Do you have some produce in there, veggies and fruits? And do you have some protein in there? Do you have healthy fats in there? Even some saturated fats are fine. You just want to make sure again, that it's not the higher proportion of what you're taking in. Sugar is fine. But you want to make sure that, you know, is it naturally occurring sugar from fruit or is it just the eight ounces of apple juice that you have every day or it could be more? 
And there's sugar in so many things. There's sugar hidden um, as many other names as well. So those are the things. That's why it's important to be able to read the um, ingredient list and making sure that you know what it means, like your serving sizes and calories and all of that stuff, because that's really that's going to be the meat of it. That's where you're going to be able to determine, is this something I should, you know, put into my body? Is it going to give me what I need at this moment? Or is it just something that is going to, you know, give me energy for five minutes and then fizzle out? A lot of those things as well, like you just feel crummy after. So after you get to a certain age or, you know, whether you're sensitive to certain foods um, like dairy or gluten, a lot of us become lactose intolerant as time goes on. You just, your body just doesn't have the enough of that enzyme to break down dairy or you become sensitive to gluten or it's just a lot harder to digest certain things with age, which is expected. So you learn to make those adjustments, but it's also important to be able to know what it is that you're putting into your body, how it's going to fuel you. So again, another misconception is, well, let me just work out all the time. I hear a lot of people say, I'm going to eat this. And this, this is actually something that I used to do is that, well, yeah, I'll have this whole, you know, pint of ice cream because I'll just burn it off later. I'll just run an extra mile or I'll do an extra 30 minutes in the gym or whatever else, whatever other activity that you say you're going to use to burn it off. But again, the calories that you're taking in, it's not just the number of calories. There's the calories are assigned, um, there's quality to it and how it breaks down in your body is very different. So if I eat a pint of ice cream every day, it doesn't matter if I work out an extra 20, 30 minutes, it's not going to, it just doesn't balance out. It doesn't work that way because those calories are very different. So I could have 1200 calories of really good, like whole grains and fruits and veggies, like a balanced meal, or I could have 1200 calories of junk. And the latter is not going to serve me well. So then I'm not going to be able to perform and do the things that I want to do. I'm probably going to have a less efficient workout session if that's what I'm planning on doing. My joints are likely going to be inflamed and my belly is not going to feel good. I'm not going to be able to digest all of those things. So it doesn't work that way. And even if I was able to burn it off by working out more, then I don't want to have a deficit, right? Because those calories are empty calories. And now I'm burning off a lot more energy, but I don't have the fuel I need to be able to have my muscle recovery be appropriate. So those are the things that you want to look at. And so any diet or program that's telling you that you need to restrict calories or you need to eat just these certain meals or you need to do this, it's it's not, you know, cookie cutter. Everyone isn't the same. Everyone's body needs are different. Everyone's body type is different. It depends on what stage of your health you're in and your life and your age. All of those things are different. And what you needed two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago is very different from what you need now. What your kids need and what you need are very different. And it's just because 
it's how our body is processing that. It's what our body actually needs that we need to pay attention to and not the number of calories themselves. So if you want to have that piece of chocolate, if you want to have that extra alcoholic beverage, go right for it, right? Because again, when you adopt this idea of food neutrality, you're not craving those things because you're not restricting them as much. So I've also talked about the fact that with my kids, I don't restrict treats for them, but they also don't ask me for dessert every night. And that's just something we've always done. It's not anything that we needed to change or practice because that was what I did from the very beginning. Is that like people will say, oh, my kids have to have dessert or I have to bribe them with dessert. But that's because that's what you may have always done or what you started out doing. And now it's become a habit for them or now they're addicted to sugar. It's because, you know, a lot of things that a lot of um, things children do and even us as adults is just from repetition So if you're constantly restricting things, then that's the thing that you or your kiddos are going to want. But if it's, you know, yeah, you can have a cookie. Sure, you can have that beforehand. Now you're setting that up when they're infants and toddlers, you're setting up their meals. So you want to make sure that you're, you're taking the time to do that when you have full control. But when they're able to make their own decisions, especially teenagers, you want to make sure that they're at least somewhat conscious about what it is that they're eating, how they're fueling their body and how they're, you know, going to be able to to keep up with their body needs. What are they putting in? Right. And I think it's just it's good to be health conscious. You don't want to overdo it. But when you're constantly restricting things, then it makes the the food that's considered the bad food or the indulgences a lot more desirable because that's all you want to eat. And when you're taking in all of those empty calories, that's when it starts to have a toll on you or it affects you. And the initial goal that you're going for, which is a lot of times weight loss or just to feel healthier, you're not going to feel good at all. It actually backfires. So for a quick fix that's not sustainable, then sure, go for it. But you're always starting over and over again. You're always doing a reset. You always have to start over. There's always going to be that rebound weight gain because you're obsessed with or always counting the calories, looking at the number as opposed to the quality and what it's actually providing for you. So those are the things that I want to share is that once I was able to, and again, I never really counted the calories, but it was more so, you know, making sure that I was going to burn the calories, whatever it is, whatever it is I was taking in, that was not the right mindset to have because it's really the quality. And so you're never going to, you're never going to outrun a poor diet. So what you're putting into your body, the food that you're eating is going to be way more important than the amount of physical activity. And while physical activity is certainly important, I'm not denying that. It's just that if your diet is poor, it's just not going to serve you well. There's only so far you can get with a poor diet if you're working out every single day. I don't care what it is that you're doing. You're not fueling your body, then you're not going to eventually that's just going to fizzle out. So it's a poor plan. 
So look at the quality of the calories, not the quantity. Don't limit calories or just look at the number or try to get to a net zero or even a deficit because that is going to actually lead to weight gain. You're going to trick your body into thinking it's starving. It's going to hold on to every single piece of energy that it can. It's going to hold on to every cell of fat that it can because it thinks it's starving. It's going to slow down your metabolism and then you're not going to get that desired result. Remember, you want to rev up your metabolism. You want to get it going so that when you're eating food, it gets diverted to the place it needs to go. The nutrients that you're getting from the food gets absorbed and goes to where it needs to go. And the energy can be used appropriately. So not all calories are created equally. They're just not. So when you're looking at the number, it may all look the same, but all calories are going to provide something different. And they're all going to be metabolized differently. And they're all going to help our body to function in a different way. So that's all I wanted to share with you today. Hopefully this is something that sticks with you and that you can use moving forward, but just making sure you're paying attention to those labels. Stop doing these programs where you're starting over and over and over again every single time. It's just they're all the same. They're really all the same. If you're counting calories or restricting calories, it's all the same. It's not sustainable. So make sure that you're listening to your body. Go back to intuitive eating. Go back to my podcast on food neutrality and reach out to me if you want to learn more about my coaching and how I was able to have this health transformation for myself, how it's sustainable, how I've I've been able to help other clients and families And you can either reach out to me or comment below. So my information is um, in the podcast description. Thanks for joining me this week. Make sure that you're continuing to join every Thursday where a new episode will drop. Cheers to your health.